the Virgin Radio Pridecast. Proudly supported by Disney Plus. Celebrating every colour of the rainbow. Let's go! Quite a Queer Conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. Hello and welcome to Quite a Queer Conversation with me, Jodie Lancet-Grant. And me, Max Jervis-Reed. So this is the show that does exactly what it says on the tin. We're just going to have a little chat and we've been given questions to help us stay on track. Now these questions have been randomly selected for us to answer and we're going to try and be as open and honest as possible. But to start off, a bit more info about us. So my name's Jodie Lancet-Grant and I am an author. Um, I write picture books that feature LGBTQ plus representation. Um, My first book was The Pirate Mums. It came out last year and it sold well across the country and it ended up being the first ever picture book to feature a family with two mums to be read on CBeebies Bedtime Stories by Sue Perkins, which I have to say was a career and life highlight for me to watch. Um, I live in East London um, in Wardenstow. I'm married to my lovely wife, Samantha, and we have got two kids. And in my day job, I work in book publishing as a communications director. Max, tell us about you. So I'm Max Jervis-Reed. I am a consultant nurse working on a project called the HOPES programme, um, supporting people with autism, mental health issues um, and or a learning disability um, to leave hospital. And I've got a background working in lots of different areas, working in similar projects. I'm married to my lovely husband, Matthew, and we have got three children. And we've just recently moved, we just left East London and left being Jodie and Sam's neighbour to move to the Sussex countryside. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio Pride. Okay, so let's get into the questions. And the first question we've been given is question number three. Um, I assume this is on kind of a Rolodex of questions. And that is, what is your ideal night in? I was thinking about this and I was thinking some of our nights in that we've had, Jodie. So I feel like my ideal night in is with a couple of good friends who you know just friends that you feel really comfortable around and that so I feel like when we have Jodie and Sam around or when we're out at theirs we'll talk about a whole range of issues of all of our weird sort of weird areas me and me and Sam Jodie's wife like ha- are really interested in like prisons and justice policy yeah. and stuff like that and we'll talk about that we'll cover my partner works in sexual health we'll normally talk about things there as well we'll hear about like all of the amazing books that Jodie's got coming up and lots of sort of dark humor lots of current yeah. events good yeah and a bit of a, an inappropriate laugh as well with some amazing food but I think that's it just just a laugh and a catch up yeah yeah I would agree with that I think that that is that is totally that is probably mine as well I feel like um a kind of new good night in that um, has happened for us recently is um, so as as you know Max my girls they don't really watch movies but they have now started to watch things that I'd never watched before like Britain's Got Talent and so um, there's now been a few kind of Saturday nights where we've got a takeaway pizza and all sat together and watched uh, Britain's Got Talent or something like that together. And it feels like family nights in that I remember from my childhood. Um, but I, th- I feel like the other thing that I kind of was thinking when I was thinking about this question about what my what my ideal night in is, is um, oh, it's, it's kind of a bit of a workaround because I think really like one of my ideal nights in would be the, the night in that actually thinks it's a night out where you have a few friends around and put some music on and end up with a kitchen disco. And it's kind of a night out, but it is just in your house house or in somebody else's house i like those ones too quite a queer conversation virgin radio pride so the next question that we've been given is how did you two first meet i remember vividly that we were at the toy library in walthamstow 
And I think each of our twins must have been about two. And I remember you were wearing really lovely dungarees and you looked really cool and trendy. And I feel like I'm probably quite a camp dad on the you know spectrum of dads that go to the toy library in Walford. So when you came over and said, oh, hey, I'm Jodie. And, you know, and um, these are our girls and me and my, my wife. And I was like, oh, a same sex parent with twins the same age as mine. And she looked absolutely lovely. And I was like, we must be friends. And we swapped numbers and hung out. And it did because I feel like you meet a lot of different parents and people in sort of, you know, in the park and childhood, but I feel like a fraction of those are people who would be your genuine friends outside of parenting world. And I feel like we really became that. And I was very excited when I met you in, in, the, in the toy library. Oh, I felt exactly the same. I sometimes felt when the girls were younger, when I, and maybe this is a reason I didn't make so many parent friends, but I sometimes felt that like our experience having twins was quite different to some other people's experience. Because sometimes, especially when they were babies, I know that some other parents who were struggling, or because it is really hard when kids are young, would sometimes be a bit like not want to say in front of me because they'd or they'd start to complain about lack of sleep and then be like, oh, but you've got twins. It must be much worse. But actually, my slept, mine slept fine. That wasn't one of the things that was difficult. So I felt like you guys having twins was great. And then also being gay parents was was so lovely but like you say I feel like you know we happened to meet because of doing this at the same time but I feel like wherever we would have met any of the four of us we would have become friends so it's been really nice to do this with you quite a queer conversation virgin radio pride the next randomly selected question number is number 27 and that is do you think there is still a stigma around people in the lgbtq plus community having children does still exist actually I think that it's probably shrinking like hopefully lots of stigmas are <laughs> um and like I I sort of rarely but I suppose people probably maybe wouldn't say it to me directly like we had friends over a couple of weekends ago and there was about 10 people all of them gay and none of them kids but there was five dogs um <laughs> but I remember I vividly remember I worked with a doctor who I found to be very rude <laughs> I remember saying something like I had to leave work to go pick up my kids Mm. And uh, he said, oh, you've, you've got kids. He was like, but aren't you gay? And I was like, yes. And I knew this doctor was gay. So I didn't take it as right. a massive, you know, discriminatory thing. I was like, yeah. Um, and he's like, and you've got kids. And he was like, oh, what's the point in being gay then? And he mentioned it again and was oh like, my goodness. Like, you're like, you're like, you're like being a fake gay. Like you're just, you know, pretending yeah. to be gay. And I, I, I don't know, either I didn't get his sense of humour, but he was rude on a number of other fronts. So I sort of took it as genuine. I reckon some people do still believe that. Yeah, that was only... It was only about three years ago. And he wasn't, you know, he wasn't sort of maybe somebody from an older generation. I might uh, give a bit more, you know, um, oh, maybe things were different then or things like that. He wasn't that, you know, he wasn't that old. So I think it does exist, but it's shrinking, probably. I do kind of get the sense sometimes, not so much from my friends, but just kind of within kind of gay culture, that there's a kind of almost like a sense of having sold out, of having, you know, not being almost kind of that people feel like you're almost kind of not quite as much part of the LGBTQ plus community because you've gone down this so-called like heteronormative route and I think it's a really wonderful thing about the queer community that we've invented loads of ways to have families like chosen families you know loads of ways to have relationships and love and it hasn't always been that kind of monogamous straight marriage kids without question but I feel like 
it's kind of given us license to look at all the possibilities, question the one we want. And then if this is the one we've chosen, it's just as valid. Quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. So the next question, which I think leads on nicely from our last conversation, is question number eight. Was there a celebrity which assisted your gay awakening, Jodie? Well, so you know what? I've got, I've, boringly, there really wasn't. So I'm... I'm pan and until I was like until that a few years ago but I always just thought of myself as bi so when I was growing up I always fancied boys and it was literally when I was 16 and I changed schools and I went to a girls school for sixth form from when I was 16 to 18 that like suddenly in like true cliche style I started fancying girls at at school but there was not wasn't really a celebrity involved but I like didn't tell anyone about it I just thought to myself oh this is kind of interesting that this is happening but didn't tell anyone and then I don't know have you watched Heartstopper yet the scene where um Nick goes to that party and he sees the two girls kissing and he's like head explodes. That is basically exactly what happened to me. I hadn't told anyone. And I went to this party. It was a cast party after doing a play and two girls who I'm pretty sure are both straight, but you know, these two girls started getting off with each other and my brain literally went and um, I like grabbed the nearest person who I wasn't even that friendly with, didn't even know her very well. And I need to talk to somebody about this and dragged her into a corner and like told her everything I was feeling. And um, but when I saw that on Heartstopper, I was watching it by myself. Sam's like not so into stuff like that. And I was literally on the sofa just going, oh, my God, like, out loud saying that was me. Oh, my goodness. And um, so, yes, yeah, so I didn't really have celebrities until until later um but what about what about you I I struggle to answer this and I think there were less celebrity role models to be honest with you I remember thinking that Stephen Fry was incredible and I think he's very he speaks incredibly and he's confident and you know he, he really sort of owns his own battles as well he's very honest about that and obviously became a mental health nurse so I don't know if that had any sort of influence I was thinking, oh, yeah, I used to find him inspiring. And I did read his books when I was probably quite young. But also, to, you know, to be honest, he speaks very, very um, candidly about the issues he's faced. So I think in terms of a role model you're looking for, someone who's struggled massively with their mental health, that also was a bit mm. of a one. I was like, oh, gosh, yeah. you know, what's going to become of me? And then I was thinking of, like, how different that is now of there's such examples of, like, positive gay families you you add to that with your books and things like that but I was thinking you know they're, they're everywhere now those examples and you know if I had been able to see them when I was little it would have been you know wonderful the only people I could think of from when I was little and watched was Stephen Fry and Lily Savage but I think the question also means like who did you fancy oh my god uh Lee from Steps <laughs> yeah <laughs> quite a queer conversation Virgin Radio Pride the last question we have, which this is the most important question, what does pride mean to you? Pride is, I think it's so important. I think if it goes back to reflect, like we've reflected on our childhood and the children that are now yeah. reading books today, JD, and the children that we were who didn't have those books and that representation, you know, I remember pride happening. And even when it was controversial or, even, you know, my family didn't go to pride or ever talk about it. And if I ever saw mm. it on the news or, you know, just the little ways that it crept into your sphere and you think, I'm not on my own, but actually I also want pride to have, I want my children to have a place at pride, regardless of who they grow up to be. I want them to be proud to be a a part of it because they're part of a rainbow family. And and at the moment they love that. um, And I hope they always do. And I think pride will be a part of that. So for me, it's really that, that togetherness. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. I, I, I agree with all of that. And yeah, I think it's really important to come together to, to, to celebrate. um, And I think also to, reflect on you know how lucky you know 
we we are to and how much privilege we have in this country but how much you know more especially with the trans community how much more needs to be done and the like ridiculous awful attacks so like the job is so far from being done but that we're so far ahead of so many other countries so I feel like grateful to live in like this sliver of time in this sliver of space where I we can be who we are um but I also think you know pride is a protest and should continue to be a protest until all of those rights are won but I do think it also is a party and a celebration and I feel like being queer has given me an extra passport to so much fun and richness and joy as well as the difficult things that go with it just being part of this amazing, diverse, joyful, alternative community that I think whether I was straight or not, you know, or and certainly obviously being pan, I could have ended up with a man. I, I would have been like, I feel like I might have been felt quite stifled if I didn't have access to that community. It really means a lot to me. Let's go. Quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. Thank you so much for listening to our Quite a Queer conversation. There are loads more coming up, so keep an eye on our socials for information about that and keep on listening to Virgin Radio Pride. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio Pride. The Virgin Radio Pridecast. Proudly supported by Disney+. Plus. Full of stories and love for all. 